0: Hello friends. Here we are in another episode of Perfect in Love with John and Kim. I'm John. And I'm Kim. Hey, here we are. We're back. Thursday night. Get to record again. Spend time together. You excited? Sure. (laughs) Well your
1: cat's excited.
0: Yes, we've got a guest in our little makeshift studio tonight. Princess is here with us. We gave her a chance on the mic. She did not have much to say, but she is certainly purring away. Oh, are you going to look at me like that? Really? Okay. Wow. She knows
1: you're talking about her.
0: <laughs> so I guess first and foremost, it's been an eventful week for us, for the country, for all sorts of different stuff going on, election week. And you did a skating competition and I went to a, a work retreat thing to learn stuff and do things and soul search and all sorts of stuff going on. And, uh, again, here we are, we're going to do a 30 minute podcast and, uh, you know, try and cram our entire life into it and hope somebody gets something good. So thank you to everyone who's been listening. Thank you to everyone who listens to this, um, picked up lots of new traction on social media this week, lots of, um, listeners quickly to this latest episode, probably the fastest growing one that we've had. So thank you so much. Um, Keep sharing it with your friends keep listening. Um, if you're new, check out the prior nine episodes. There's some tidbits and pieces uh, in that for everybody. So thank you.
1: They didn't want to hear us. They wanted
0: to hear Caleb. They <laughs> listened for <laughs> Caleb. If you haven't, if you didn't listen last week and you're listening to this one and you skipped it, uh, go back and listen. Definitely, I think um, one of the better ones, particularly with our dear friend Caleb uh, recorded prayer that he prayed at camp a couple of years ago super good (coughs) Um,
1: hashtag
0: caleb is not a prophet caleb is not a prophet (laughs) uh but as his lovely beautiful wife pointed out shiloh also a great friend of ours um you know all of us in the right spirit and and living and dwelling in that can um, you know be gifted uh, to say prophetic things although that does not necessarily make you a prophet. So hashtag Caleb is still not a prophet. <laughs> um so the original plan, if you could call it that plan, was to, you know, share your experience getting into camp, which we did check kind of, or at least in an abbreviated way. And you crushed it by the way. Um, we should get married. You were you did really good with that. You're you're a star. And then, you know, share my experience getting involved uh, at Bayshore. And so that was last week. And, you know, we did that and we we got up to a certain point. We've definitely abbreviated both of those stories and left a lot out. And so there's a lot left to do there. And where we were going to go from there is try and gather some of our friends' stories and, you know, uh, talk about impact um the campus had on other people and i just think like we can still get there but there's a lot more to do yet like i feel like we didn't finish the story so one of the the biggest pieces i think that we've left out is you know we started this podcast and the intent really is to be vulnerable and to let people into our marriage and into our relationship and just how we live. And if that helps anybody with their own relationships or their own life, perfect. Um, Not designed to be advice or counseling or expertise in any way, just this is how we live. This is what Christ does for us. And yeah. yeah. Um, And I think we followed that pretty well with the first episodes. And so camp has been, I don't know, what do you think's been more instrumental in our the formation of our relationships than Bayshore?
1: Nothing really that uh, yeah. we've been yeah. able to experience together. Like besides going to church and being involved in that kind of stuff when we were <laughs> going pretty regularly, like camps been the formation of how we've grown together
0: yeah it it's been huge, and so that's why I think like we need to dive in a little bit into just some of the experiences that we've shared together here, and you know how we've navigated our relationship and how you know all those things have just kind of married together into our life and so if that's fair, I guess what I would like to ask you first. You know, what we left off with and ended on last week was we showed up to camp in 2020. And that first night of camp, Caleb prays the pray, you know, prior mentioned prayer that was in the last episode. And you know, I'm crying, the camp is, you are, and that happens. Can you just tell me a little bit about what you remember feeling after that or in that moment?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't really remember. Um, I know that week was kind of like a whirlwind because I know there was times that we made sure, like, our kids were covered during certain times of the day or whatever. So we could actually talk. Yeah. Like, we... I know we went out to um, They have a boardwalk here called Roberta's walk. And we went out mm-hmm. there a couple times and um, talked for quite a while. There's, you know, certain times where the kids were, you know, having candy store or anything like that. Like we would just continue conversations and it brought out a lot of things that, okay, where are we going now? What are we doing? What's, you know, it just brought out a lot of different context as far as, You know our life like a lot of questions that way
0: a pivotal week I think in our life like I and I'm glad that you you went there with that Um, that's where I thought you would go and and I was hoping truthfully um, because I was thinking the same thing that was getting ready for this this was one of the biggest things on my heart that I kept coming back to all week thinking about what we should do this week for the podcast And, you know, lots of different things came up, but ultimately kept just coming back to like, well, we left on that prayer and that week ended up being huge. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, and it was, it was the last year of camp that was like that for us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it was a weird year because it was a COVID year. And so that year was unique in its own right. But like every every year prior to that was similar to that year. And now everything's different forever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even we've taken on different roles too. Mm -hmm. Not just, not just camp like it was like since then we've taken on different roles because we're able to, and because we feel called to Um, last year, you know, you were kind of interning, I guess loosely at, you know, if you want to use that word here at the camp, I was the Dean of counselors. So I was out, out of a cabin you were half speaking with caleb you know for the the week of worship yeah. camp last year so that was different than us being in the cabin last you know this past year you were here um working and i stepped back into our cabin because we needed that um but everything's changed everything's just been slightly different now that you know you're in different spots i'm different spots like it hasn't been just us <coughs> in the cabin anymore um, and I think that is also a result of that prayer and figuring out where we needed to go with camp and our life together. Like the formation of that's also come from that.
0: It definitely like knocked over the first dom- domino, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny you mentioned going out and talking at Roberta's walk because I don't remember everything that we said out there. But I remember it vividly, like I remember the sound of the wind out there and the how tall the the reeds were out on the bay. Yeah, and I remember, you know, we just talked differently mm-hmm. yeah. than we ever had until that point. Like we talked about church and our life prior to that in our marriage. We believed we were christians we you know tried living that way and doing the right things but like i feel like that's where it shifted and got real
1: yeah
0: like we really were like okay this is what i feel that god's calling for us this is what i feel like i need to do how do we make it happen because I think before that it was always like, okay, yeah, if this works and we're still able to pay the bills or if this works within our plan or whatever else, cool, we'll do it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I like, I think that shifted and changed a lot of things. Yeah. Like, you know, I know, so I remember in years before that, like you would have a lot of, you know, good conversations with campers. I I remember, you know, seeing you work with your campers, and you were a you were a great counselor. Um, <laughs> you were a great counselor, but
1: I heard that word.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> but to say that since then you're better.
1: Oh, I appreciate
0: that. And better in a better spiritual mentorship capacity.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the way that you've have conversations and the way that you talk is just different. Um, yeah, I want to leave and protect names out of it, but I, I think of a particular camper that you've really tried to mentor to and the way that you've orchestrated that relationship and those conversations since then has been huge.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um,
0: and I don't, I just don't recall it being like that before. Um, so, okay. What, I don't know, what's your recollection of what happened um, after, after that week of camp? Because the way I feel about prior years, prior to that, you know camp would end we'd go home and we'd like sleep for 43 hours
1: yeah
0: and then you know there'd be lots of group chats there'd be lots of Facebook friending and um you know we'd keep up with people the best we can and and stay vaguely in touch with our core group um and so that's that's how I feel like it had been for a lot of years well how do you think it was after that
1: I don't, I don't really remember, to be honest with you. i You probably remember, and you're probably trying to price. The me. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember because for me now, twenty some years of camp, like I had this conversation with somebody earlier, like it starts blending together. Like, and it, I have it a does. very good memory on certain things, uh, but now it's starting to blend together. So you're probably it does an answer out of and i, I am
0: know. and and don't get <laughs> mad because i i gave you no lead time on this because i'm rotten um you know if you need therapy on this again talk to brian lawcock <laughs> this is how open mic went <laughs> for a decade but like think about what happened right so i shared speaking with caleb the next year i started ministry school yep you shifted into a role that we invented at the camp for Worship Arts. So it was clearly different. And, And the way I remember it is like, we, that year, in between that year and the next camp, I mean, we did more Zoom calls. We did more talking with Amy and Laura, with Chrissy and Alicia and everybody in between camps than I think we've ever done.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. Ever.
0: Ever. And so, springing that forward into the last two years then, my opinion, camp for a number of reasons has had a way different feel.
1: Yeah, it has kind of – they, you, whoever, God, put a little fire in your butt. <laughs> if you want to think about it that way. Okay. Just kind of pushing forward and going, okay, I'm going to do this. And then just, you just, get, it gives you the gas to go. Like, you just move forward and see I what's like next. I like that.
0: Gives you the gas to go. Well,
1: um How else do you describe it, I guess? Oh, I like
0: it. I like it. So, yeah. Um, so then so then,
1: <laughs> I'm on the board of directors for the camp. Yes, you are. So I remember shortly after camp last year, kind of you trying to figure out what you wanted to do as far as a role and potential future roles and all that kind of thing and spending a little bit more time here and then telling you. That they're looking for a food service director because they had three people at one point um, apply for the job, and I forget how it goes. What one turned down the interview, one turned down the second interview, yeah, or something like that. Something like that. And then one turned down the job, so they were back to square one. And telling you, I I think you'd do really well in this i in this role. I I think you should really try. To apply for and and just see, and you basically thought I was crazy.
0: I still think you're crazy. <laughs> um, I'll always think you're crazy. You, you chose to marry me twice.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> you
0: know. And and yeah. So the my predecessor is that the right word? Yeah. The food yeah. service director before myself uh, put his notice in in June for December. Gave the camp tons of time which uh he's a great guy man he did an awesome job here and uh there's a long story a lot of things behind it and it's his to tell not mine really so um but he's still doing great work for the ministry in a in a different capacity but put his notice in and so they put a posting out, and i knew um, when you told me that they had the posting out that they'd struggled to find people because i remember when they made the post they had a candidate right away that uh, the director was excited about. I remember him telling me about it as I was kind of interning and helping in the office. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool. Yeah, I hope, hope this person works out. That'll be great. we definitely need to find somebody before you know the current guy leaves. And uh, yeah, that didn't work out. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the other candidates didn't work out. They only left it posted. It was up. It was up. And so, yeah, you come back from the board meeting and go, oh, this is serious. And, um, you mentioned that, and to say like working in the camp kitchen was not on my radar would be like saying, um, you know, the election campaigning and commercials in our country are getting a tad out of hand, um. You know the understatement of the century <laughs> like it's ridiculous and that was way off my radar um never thought about getting back into food service
1: yep but well, we have talked about roles that you might like in the future and here at the camp and mm-hmm. that a uh, role here in food service or in camp ministry food service would be a great thing and a great background and great understanding for you to have. Um, So as we talked through a lot of that stuff and the things that you're naturally gifted at and the things that you've worked, you know, um, with before in food service, working at the pizza place and stuff, like I felt like from just being your wife or an outsider, whatever you want to call it in that capacity, um, that you had the servant's heart and you had the ability to, hook and be hospitable that I just (coughs) felt like it could be something that you could do really well in.
0: Well, you're pretty awesome and you're pretty smart and you're just plain old pretty.
1: So then you applied for it.
0: So, yeah, eventually I applied for it after not listening to you well, not seeking the Lord's plan well and not listening to anybody else, frankly. Yeah, I... Got over it and uh, submitted a resume to the director. And um, God bless my buddy, there, my boss. Um, he takes it and he talks to me and he looks at it and he laughs.
1: Doesn't scream
0: food service. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. <know. laughs> Doesn't really scream camp food service, but uh, I think he could do it and so i go through an interview with a committee and a couple of people and they offer me the job and you know when uh, my boss offered me the job he said yeah i don't know that this is the perfect spot for you forever but it's definitely what we need now and Mm -hmm. so this is where i really wanted to get to tonight and it's good i think we're timing it up just right um that was a, one of probably many examples in my life, but there's there's lots and I'm sure all over the Bible and all over each and every one of our, uh, all of our lives that we could point to of um, our worldliness getting in the way and causing us to cause plans that we want um, instead of what God wants for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And being a completely obeying our servant heart, and mentality no matter how servant minded we can want to be and and to have that heart our worldliness still gets in the way sometimes and and lets us want to create plans and so even when i took the job then and i applied i just felt like i i'm applying to serve i'm applying to work at the camp and that felt right like i felt like i'm just you know as our, our friend Donnie said you know i that he admired my ability to just shut up and listen. Yeah. And I felt like I was doing that.
1: But in ways, too, it wasn't easy.
0: No, it wasn't easy, and yeah, I guess what I re- what I realized this week, in particular, the past couple days, is, in my heart, I was still carrying it out as part of my plan. I was like, okay, God wants me here. He wants me here in, in this this role right now. And, and I don't know for how long, and I'll do that because that's what the camp needs, but that's fine. I'm doing it as a means to other things and and doing it to serve. And I was still trying to place it inside of my plan instead of just accepting it as part of his plan mm-hmm. yeah. and trusting that this is the absolute best spot for me right now and maybe forever. I don't know like yeah. and just accepting his timing and what I allowed that to do is I worked really hard at it as part of my plan instead of his and I got burnt because that's what happens
1: mm-hmm.
0: um this oh God, out of time this don't
1: <laughs> don't worry about it
0: this this <laughs> it um this retreat that I went to this week. The CEO spoke to us and she talked about hope and it, she talked on Tuesday on election day. And the cool thing that I thought, that I pulled from that, as she said, is she talked about how she notices a lot um, in the the kids that they have come into the camp. They're a, a center, they get state contracts, high trauma level kids coming into their, their camp living there. It's residential kids who maybe didn't make it in foster care or whatever else. And a lot of them, you know, she sees in the world and in them in particular, them putting hope in worldly things, putting hope in what's next, putting hope in X, Y, or Z. And the problem in putting hope in circumstances, like she pointed out, is that when they don't work out the way that you envisioned, because they're circumstantial, what do you have to stand on? And I think that's the problem in the way that I envisioned this when we got into it. And I should have just listened to you more because you're smart. And you knew why I needed to be here and why I needed to apply for the spot. I somehow twisted it and formatted it into my plan. And so, you know, ultimately what happens is you can't sustain that forever. And I faltered, I got bad at my job the past couple of weeks, man, I was not good. I don't know if any of you guys have ever been that way where you've gotten a rut, got like that. And what I'm finding is the entire reason that that happened is because I was working as part of my plan and not part of his. And uh, so scripture for tonight, Proverbs 16, 9. The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Um, that can be read a lot of ways. And, and what I think is it says is basically your heart needs to be in the right shape. And, you know, there's scripture in other places that talks about guarding your heart, and protecting it. Um, if your heart is aligned with God and with what he's looking for you to do, then you're it's going to be easy to keep your hope in Him and your hope where it needs to be there and to follow the steps as the Lord's establishing them. You're going to be watching that light and watching those steps as He gives them and, you know, kind of on that same page at the gas, right? (laughs) And It's just going to go along, but if your heart isn't following that plan the right way, then those steps aren't going to make a lot of sense. It's like reading the you know the foreign language part of the instruction manual, putting something together—it's it's just not going to work the same.
1: I was just listening.
0: You're I sorry. know. I'm sorry. I definitely am forcing people to listen to me a lot more tonight again instead of your pretty voice. But um, that—that's what's been on the heart. So hopefully, somebody out there can relate to that a little bit. Bye. Yeah. going
1: forward too like we're both serving here now like mm-hmm. i have done a lot of dishes
0: <laughs> actually you've done most um, of the same dishes over and over oh, and over
1: yes i've helped <laughs> decorated, worked in the camp store so we've been a team like we've you, said that, from, that way. from day one like you're not just getting one you're getting both i mean yes i have other obligations and things i have to go do but as far as ministry here like if we can make it work, we're a team. Like, Absolutely. And I feel like that's why we're here, and that's why we're living here, and that's we're a unit, we're a team.
0: Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for my teammate, my partner. Thank you for everything that you do for us. Thank you for the plans that you established. What I pray tonight is that each and every one of us, we just keep our heart open and have you and the Spirit just well inside of it and keep our heart guarded and pure, and, and, and exactly what you need us to be. And so the plans get carried out according to your will in the way that you would have them and to serve you and to glorify you, Lord. I ask that anyone listening that doesn't know you, Lord, that you give them the courage and the steps and the door just to see you and to find you and to, and to seek out whatever it is that they need, Lord. Thank you, thank you so much. It's in your name we pray, amen. Friends, thank you, thanks again. Um, I wanna do something and we're gonna put it out on the social media too, we'll make a post. Can you start sending us prayer requests? What's going on in your lives? What can we do um, to help? What can we pray about? Um, What part of your life do you think you're chasing your plan and you're not clear on God's? What What is it that you need? How can we put you in a better spot? So if you can do that for us, um, hit us on Facebook, Instagram. If you got our phone numbers, text us, call us. I don't care. Um, and maybe we'll take a podcast soon and we'll just pray. I don't know. Whatever spirit moves in, we'll do. But um, let, us, let us help you. So um, please... <clears throat> Keep liking, following Spotify, Apple, Facebook, Instagram. Um, getting lots of activity. Princess says hi, I believe.
1: She's trying to anyway. She's trying.
0: That's <laughs> not coming through. She's, She's getting shy.
1: Really um, yeah.
0: But from Princess and the, the dogs locked up in their room so they don't bother us and myself and Kimberly. Hi. We will talk to you again next week. Have a good night.
1: Good night.